evening, sir. Good evening, Governor. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people of all ages. Thank you for coming in. You've reached the First Amendment Talk Show, brought to you by the people, for the people. This show is created for you, the individual, the human, the extraterrestrial, whatever planet you come from, this show is for you. I am your host. My name is Ace D.O.D., and it is a pleasure, nay, it is an honor to be here. Today, I have a special guest, very awesome person that goes by the name of Christy. Christy, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It is a pleasure to have you here. So I've heard a little bit about you. Um, would you like to tell us, uh, tell the folks out there um, who Christy is? Sure. Um, I am a, well, a MILF first and foremost, um, but I'm also a hoe. I'm an author. I'm a poet, an editor, a comedian, an inspiration, and a menace to mankind. A menace to mankind. I, uh, I do that every once in a while as well. So I do not blame you. Um, so the podcast that you were uh, that you that you manage that you pretty much host and manage. Um, what's what's the name of that podcast? Um, it's called Ho on the Go. Awesome. So I could assume what it's about, but would you be able to enlighten us to um, a little bit more than than my own mind? Uh, tell us a little bit about it. Sure. So with my podcast, I teach people how to please and be pleasing through sexual and self-empowerment. Awesome. That's pretty cool. You do know, uh, I mean, I don't know if you know this, but um, a lot of guys out there, uh, it's pretty hard to date nowadays. Um, really hard. I mean, it's 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 hard uh, to, to stay married, right? Um, so do you like give tips to, you know, guys out there that are looking for their significant other or like just uh, trying to have, you know, sex or be intimate? What do you, what do you, specializing well i'm a hoe so i specialize in i mean i really i'm not really big on giving people relationship advice um i mean usually when it comes down to giving people advice i'm always gonna say but did you communicate you know because <laughs> that's right. usually most of the issue um i mostly give advice to people who want to either start a new chapter in their life because they've already been there, done that with the relationships and with marriage. And it's just old news to them. They want to be their own person or someone who's young. I have a lot of um, the younger crowd in my listeners that just want to know, like, what are the tips and tricks? What should I know before I go out there? And I have my, for lack of better way of explaining it, ho phase. Okay. So is, does, is that like... Um pretty much centered around a certain gender or is it for pretty much anybody who who wants to join um it's for anybody who wants to join because i'm i'm bisexual so i can give literally anybody <laughs> tips okay so through your experience um what what is what is the most uh what are the most difficult type of of humans to 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 pretty much teach or enlighten when it comes to stuff like that um, the guys who consider themselves alphas. It's cringy. Alphas. Yeah. Like the, the machos, right? The machos. Yeah. Um, if anybody considers themselves an alpha male, they are not. So <laughs> they just, they want, they don't want to hear anything you have to say. You're always wrong. You know, there's nothing you could tell them. They already know everything. So. Right. Right. Like the ones that, uh, traditionally used to, uh, oppressed women right the cavemen uh well yes and no it's more of like the guys who will do anything to get their way how they want it i wouldn't say necessarily by oppressing women but absolutely by disrespecting them belittling stuff like that yeah 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 i know uh i know a few of those young men and old men but uh that, that's that's pretty cool um so i i also I also heard, um, of course, from you, that uh, you are a comedian. I am. Awesome. So, what do you what do you specialize like when it comes to comedy? Um, I wouldn't say that I necessarily specialize in anything. I just I do it for fun. It's not something that, you know, I do as my day job. 
Um, I'm not the kind of person you're going to see at an open mic every night. It's just, um, like, I have shows. I have a few coming up. Those are things that I do, and I do get paid for, but it's when it's at my discretion because I have my own company, I have my podcasts, and I have no time. So, <laughs> so, so let me let me backtrack a little bit. Do you have one podcast, or are you working with like several different ones? I am actually working on a secondary podcast. It's a mental health podcast. I've been working on it since May. Um, I think I'm launching it around mid-October. I should be finished. Oh, okay, cool. That sounds good. So the um, the the hoe on the go. Your is that your your baby, your your pride and joy for now? Uh for now, yeah. But they they kind of both are. Um, I'm a borderline. I have BPD. So we think in like basically black and white. There's no gray area, and these are kind of both representations of me you know my my white and my black or my light and dark side so oh okay kind of like straightforward right yeah no funny business well all funny business on one side <laughs> <laughs> right now i hear you um so all right so back to the comedy part so i wanted to ask you a question that a lot of uh, individuals have been asking me about and something that i've been thinking about for quite a while actually um, me, I grew up, um, long story short, um, comedy has been in my blood for the longest time. It's actually been, believe it or not, my savior, you know, uh, next to uh, the humans that helped me survive and God, of course, nature, what have you. But comedy has uh, literally saved my life. That We'll go into that story in another another chapter or another episode. But so, so comedy has been... A very important part of my life right back in the 90s we had i don't know if you agree or disagree let me know if if you disagree on this but back in the day back in the 90s we had a different type of comedy right, right. um would you say that the comedy before is drastically different is it better is it is it worse is it in the middle does it have you know a lot of pros a lot of cons how do you see comedy or in the difference in comedy between i don't know maybe uh, uh richard pryor or uh, Eddie Murphy versus the comedy you see today? Well, it's it's a double-edged sword. So for, you know, comedy in, let's say, the 90s and early 2000s, because I am a 90s baby myself, um, there were a lot more things that you could say without getting, let's say, like, blacklisted or shamed or have to make a public apology. But now there are things that are less taboo to talk about, um, which is opens new doors which makes it more fun so I, I can't say which are better and which are, which is better and which is worse but it, it's definitely different I will say that right so the see the reason why um and I, I just want to make it a I like painting pretty pictures in people's heads just to make things um you know a little more uh real right so the reason why I asked this and the que- and the questions that I've gotten, I've actually gotten a lot of questions when I don't know if you heard about uh, the Will Smith slap. So a lot of people oh. were asking me questions when it came to that because and I understand I, I know Will Smith used to be a funny guy. You know, he he, he started his uh, acting career doing comical shows. Um, and a lot of people ask me, like, you know, what do you think about this? You know, can you ask these questions in the next episode? and this and that and um that's why i've been wanting to ask people who, who are comedians today um and who kind of sort of lived around you know the 90s um because it is it is a little different you know um and and that's in my opinion i, I mean not everyone's gonna have the same opinion but um but yeah that's why i wanted to ask you um since you're in the comedy business you know what like what do you see that's different you know what do you see that's yeah. different what do you see that's good that's that's worse or that's better um do you see any like differences between like huge differences between uh, back then and now that um pretty much uh describe the differences in generations i'd say yeah i see i see the difference um let's look at for example like the female comedians now um in my opinion they're just way raunchier and they do it with no hesitation um mental health is okay to talk about now so that's fun because for me 
I feel like what I like to call a grippy sock vacation is a comedian's rite of passage. You know, if you're not crazy, you're probably not funny. So, right. Yeah, you have to be a little, a little bit crazy to、uh, say some of the stuff that comedians say,、um, and a little brave too,、uh, especially now, right?、Uh, when everyone's getting canceled. Right.、Um, so let me ask you this. This is a question that a couple of people have asked me.、Um, I actually talk to a lot of people. I love talking to people, and you know, trying to get to know different angles to different things. And this has been brought to my attention when it comes to that same incident, the Will Smith incident. And they asked me, I'm still up in the air about it, but they asked me, what if,、uh, what if the genders were changed? You know, what if、uh, it was Will Smith was a woman, Chris Rock was a woman, and that same joke was,、uh, you know, it was it was concentrated on. The husband. Do you think things would have been the same? Um, no, I don't think so. Um, women tend to be—I don't want to say like smarter because that's not exactly how I mean it. Women are more calculated. So, for example, example where Will Smith kind of, you know, keep my wife's name out your mouth and immediately pops off. Which is a Philly thing, I might add, as somebody from Philly,、um, <laughs> I can confirm that.、Um, women aren't going to do that. They, in their heads, are always thinking of what's going to happen if I do that. How is this going to affect my family, my health, my life? Because that's what women think about all the time. So a woman's not going to go up and slap another woman on stage because now you're taking food out of your kid's mouth and your mouth and their kid's mouth and. That's how we think of things, so definitely would have been a, a totally different situation. Okay, cool, cool. So for all you folks out there who had those questions, Christy has answered it for you. Also,、From、if any of you, right? No, it's、uh, we need a female's perspective because me, I could only do a guy's perspective. So、um, yeah, if any other person out there, any guy, any girl, want to join in, we are in eight different uh, podcast uh, platforms, starting with Amazon Music, Google Podcast, Anchor. Spotify,、uh, Stitcher, Radio Public, Castbox, Pocket Cast, also Gmail, No Limit Minds with a Z, Zebra, No Limit Minds with a Z, at Gmail dot com. Facebook, don't forget about Facebook. You can also reach us there. I know a lot of you have chimed in, so thank you all、um, for helping us out, helping this baby,、uh, baby cod- podcast, your talk show created by the people, especially for the people grow.、Um, so, Christy.、Um, You also、uh, you mentioned earlier you also on the side you also manage、um, venues right? I do, yeah. Awesome, awesome. So,、um, how how is that going for you? Is it a pretty pretty、uh, pretty awesome gig? I mean, I love it just because it's something that I do anyway. I work for a glass and door company, and I do their project coordination for their maintenance、um, for Fortune 500 companies nationwide. So. It's really no different for them. I I schedule appointments. I make proposals. I,、uh, you know, I make sure everything is done from start to finish. Play the middleman, and I do the paperwork. And now it's kind of the same thing, except this is a lot more fun because I can create, you know, the graphics, the media, the commercials. So <laughs> that's awesome. Sounds to me that you are a jack of all trades, Christy. So that is awesome. We'll give you a round of, ladies and gentlemen. Let's give a round of applause for Christy. That is awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Um, like I said, I mean, I can talk.、Uh, I can talk about comedy for days. So I'm going to backtrack a little bit, if if you don't mind,、um, and talk a little、oh, no. bit about comedy. Comedy. It's been a bit, really big part of my life. So I'm not going to go.、Uh, you know, the whole、um, episode talking about comedy. But、um, since we're both, you know. You're in the comedy business, and I love comedy. Let me ask、right. you this:、um, off the top of your head, who are the best comedians ever? Ever? Okay. Yeah.、Um, hmm, that's tough. I would say definitely Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle. Always number one.、Um, yeah. Most people won't agree with this, but Cat Williams. Would be number two, and、okay. for number three, I want to pick a female. So <laughs> I feel like I have to pick a female now.、Um, 
I can't think off the top of my head. Sorry. No, you're good. What about Jackie Cashin? You know Jackie Cashin? I do, but... No. I, this, you don't like hearing uh, about cats with cataracts? Right. Like, I like Nikki Glaser, but that's because she has the same style of comedy that I do. Um, but Taylor Tomlinson, that's her name. I couldn't think of her last name. Taylor Tomlinson, I think, is just amazing. Everything yeah. she talks about, she has no filter. And you could tell, like, she doesn't plan half the things she says. They just kind of come out of her mouth, and that's really how I am, so. Yeah, that's awesome. That's the, that's the best way to be. Raw, real, no filter, yeah. you know? I think the biggest thing that bothers me in comedy is if I go to a show and, you know, you're paid to be on stage for this show and you're pulling out a notebook and a pen. What are you doing here? This is not yeah. an open mic. This is not practice. It's not amateur hour. You know, if you can't grab a mic and tell some jokes for five to ten minutes and be funny, then you shouldn't be here, you know? Right. Yeah, you can't really teach what Dave Chappelle does. Um, he's just naturally funny. Right. You know, and individuals like that. There's um a lot of a lot of uh my favorite type of comedy is uh improv. Like they improvise, they pick people off the uh out of the uh audience and just, you know, they just talk shit. That's pretty much what they do. Um right. I'm an old school type of uh I guess I'm not a comedian, but, you know, I, I prefer the old school types where they would just, they would cuss, they would talk about, it's kind of like that South Park feel, you know, yeah. where nobody, they don't discriminate against anybody. They pretty much pick everyone and just talk, talk crap on everyone, which is cool, you know, um, to me, that's the best type of comedy, but it is dying down because times do change. Um, so my hopes to be a comedian are pretty much over because I can't cuss uh, anymore or say certain things. So. Sure you can. Uh, I wasn't that funny to begin with. So I guess it's a good thing. It's a good thing that, you know, I got to look elsewhere for uh, inspiration. But um, so what do you think about Lisa Lampanelli? You think she's uh, pretty uh, funny? Not too, not too funny? Uh, you know, I like her, but at the same time, I feel like after a while, it's just kind of like, all right, that's enough. Yeah. No, after that, that that's kind of what it is. Yeah. All those roasts they invite her to. I see roasts are one thing that I do not do. I don't do roast <laughs> battles. I don't do. Yeah, I don't do that. And there's actually a really good reason why. Because number one, I don't apologize. So if I hurt right. your feelings, they're going to stay hurt. <laughs> so yeah. let's start there. But number two, it's so easy to say something that will offend not just the person you're roasting, but you could offend an entire group of people. Now you're putting yourself in danger of not only being blacklisted, but possibly like people could take violence against you. And I don't want to put myself in that kind of position. Oh yeah. I've seen it firsthand uh, with my, uh, my, one of my favorite comedians, Dave Chappelle, he actually had a guy jump on stage and try to stab him with a, uh, a knife that looked like a gun, mind you. I don't know why anyway i don't know why that happened but anyway christy so so comedy do you, would you say that comedy is like one of your first priorities you're like the comedy that you do or how do you like set up your your priority because i know you're like a jack of all trades you wear many hats how do you like uh prioritize your 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 life and what you do well i always put my kid first so <laughs> Uh, but beyond that, I use Google calendars. It is my best friend. I even put in when to wash my hair. So. Oh, man. That's awesome. Yeah, so you have I a baby. schedule everything. <laughs> nice. You have a baby, huh? A little, uh, a little uh, he's, he's 10. <laughs> nice. He's not little. I, I always say, you know, when they're your babies, when they're born, they're probably always going to be your babies. Unless, of course, they, you know, try to, like, uh, disown you as a parent. But that's... That's always extra. Um, so, how how is how is parenting? Are you with uh, this your significant other with the parent with the dad or the mom or whatever, however that works with you? Or are you like a single parent? I'm a single parent. Yeah. Is it pretty tough? It it has been. Yeah, it has its moments. Um, definitely, you know, having two jobs and all of my stuff on the side 
it's been difficult, but you know, my son, he champs it out with me. Nice. He probably, he probably uh, inspires you to do a lot of stuff, huh? I would say he motivates me. I, I've, I'm always inspired, but definitely motivates me and keeps me on track. That's awesome. That's so awesome. Yeah. Good parents are, uh, going extinct nowadays, but I congratulate you. I'm proud of you. Um, Thank you. All you parents out there that, you know, are doing your thing, whether it's with a significant other or not, um, you guys are all awesome. I love that. I love it. Uh, right now, I've noticed that kids are being targeted by so many different directions that when Mama Bear and Papa Bear, you know, taking in, in what is it, initiative, that's how you say it, right? Initiative. Um, initiative. There you go. Thank you, Christy. Um, for not making me look too much like a fool. Thank you. But, uh, you know, it, it's it's awesome. You know, it's awesome to see people, uh, especially when, when they go from one life to another. Um, some parents, they, they weren't ready to be parents, you know, but they stuck it out. And I love it. You know, I love it when people do what they have to do in order to live a better life, not just for, for, for you guys, but for, for your children. Right. Um, so, yeah, that's awesome. For anybody out there that needs help, I know a lot of parents are also... Um, I actually support parents and the battles that you're all going through right now. So, Christy, you as well, if you ever need help, um, we're here for you. Thank parents you. are our are, are number 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 two right after children when it comes to this uh, this show. So, thank you. Um, so, the stresses of life of being a parent is it is it uh, is it does it get to you sometimes especially with with like like you said everything that's going on like what do you do do you like meditate do you i don't know do you eat certain foods or what is it that you do well i think for me it's it's a little bit more difficult that i don't want to say the most because i don't like to compare my situation to others but i have you know mental health conditions that make it a little more difficult to i guess say normally parent um it's a roadblock, but for me, I read and I, um, I walk away, you know, <laughs> my son understands. Yeah. And honestly, I communicate with my son. I think that is the biggest part and the biggest, um, what am I going to say? The biggest asset to parenting is just being real with your children because they are human and they are a part of you. And I don't like to give my son the perspective that I'm some kind of superhero you know, or that I'm not human or that I can handle anything. I want him to see that I can't always handle everything. You know, I want him to see me slip and fall. I want him to see me be vulnerable because that's what's going to help him more, you know, as he gets older and as he becomes an adult himself. But if I get overwhelmed and I, you know, need to be calmed down, I'll, you know, either sit outside or I'll drive in my car with the windows down and sing horribly. Um, to my favorite songs and other than that I just I kind of journal I make pages in a journal I don't even write in it actually no no I'm thinking about it I just literally buy a bunch of stickers and backgrounds and ribbons and I just make the pages for it that's awesome that's awesome we all need a little uh, escape um, that's pretty awesome that you use those uh, those individual things as escapes. We all need an escape. I mean, if you ever talk to a person that tells you they don't need an escape every once in a while, they are lying to you. Or they're on drugs. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, that's their escape, you know. Um, mm -hmm. Unfortunately, that's their escape, and their body's pretty much suffering without them even feeling sometimes. I've seen people that are numb in the street, and they don't feel the pain, but um, that's just what drugs do to us. I mean, look at Tylenol, for example. Tylenol, you know, numbs their brain, and so we won't have that headache. But pretty sure the headache is still there. Um, oh, that's is. what drugs do. You know, it's still there. And then when you come back, you know, you come back to reality sometimes kind of angry because it took a little escape, right? Trust me, I've, I've actually done a few things myself back in the day, something that I would say that I don't want to remember, but I do have to remember to, you know, sometimes you got to remember to make you realize that you've gone a long way, you know, and right. you got to be proud of yourself. So for all you folks out there that have issues, again, I, I tell you folks every episode, if you guys need help, um, me and the other hosts are here for you, um, here for you to give you a platform to chat, here for you if you need any help, anybody to chat with. Um, I'm not as old as um, most philosophers uh, like Nostradamus. He's, you know, been gone for a while. 
but I have lived a while and I know a few things here and there. So that's what I always tell people, Christy. Um, the reason I created this talk show is so people can help people, you know, uh, maybe Christy has some information that, you know, a lot of people out there need. Maybe Christy's uh, the, uh, the um, motivation for people, or maybe Christy can inspire people. As you all know, go ahead, Christy. I was just going to say, I do send my nudes with inspirational quotes. So there you go. There you go. Now, uh, when Christy says uh, that she's a MILF and, you know, she has a podcast that says, I want to go, that is not all of Christy. As you can see, Christy is also dealing with um, things that a lot of you humans out there are dealing with, which is like um, issues when it comes mentally, maybe even physically, spiritually, whatever Christy may go through. Um, you're not alone. You're not alone out there. So let us know. That's right. So Christy, um, with, with your baby, is there any obstacles when it comes to society, when it comes to school, when it comes to your work, um, that you may, may find it harder than other, other, um, individual, I don't know, scenarios. Is it, uh, is, is it, is it harder for like, for example, him being in school and sometimes, you know, parents think that whatever they teach their children in school is pretty making their life a little more harder than usually is there certain things certain i want to say walls that you come across when it comes to your children in society well i definitely think especially with modern society yes um especially with the the different genders having to explain that or you know people not necessarily being more open about their sexuality because there's nothing wrong with that making it more publicized and for lack of a better way of explaining it, kind of shoving it down the younger generation's throat. You know, my son's in elementary school. There's certain things I feel like I shouldn't have to explain to him in elementary school, but I do because he he's seen it or they've talked about it in school. And it's just like, why are we telling our children about this right now? They're children, let them be children. But that's something we as parents have to go through, and especially with COVID. You know, the kids were home. They're on the computers. We are home. We're working from home. Now I'm trying to juggle helping him with his schoolwork and the computer because he's in elementary school while I'm doing my job, while I'm doing a thousand other things at the house. You know, it's just, it's been a lot. And I feel like now they're pressed even more to have parents and do more for the school. Like, for example, my son, his school supply list is outrageous. For each prep class, they want us to bring a container of wipes. So am I sending like 20 containers of wipes to the school? What are you providing, you know? But that's just the small portion of the kind of things that they expect from parents now. Whereas before it was like, hey, bring a pencil and a notebook. You're good. So. Yeah, no, I hear you. And and it's not that we shouldn't teach our children. I'm sorry. We should obviously teach our children things. But I feel like even with homework, they expect a lot more now. Yeah, from the parent. Um, mm-hmm. I've known, I've I talked to a lot of people and there is a lot of parents who uh, I, I, it makes me kind of, kind of sad to see. I'm, I'm not going to lie, Christy, but some of the people that I talk to, some of the people that I know personally, their kids' backpacks are heavier than the kid. Um, and I see them and I look at them and I, I, I ask myself, how long is their back going to last, you know? Yeah. There's this 90 pound kid carrying this 100 pound backpack around, and uh, I remember when I was in um, in high school, I just had a folder and pencils in my pocket, pen, because you know I didn't want to carry a backpack, and that worked out just fine. But yeah. uh, I hear you; it's a lot more stuff. I do agree, though, when it comes to you know the kids when they were at home, I I I. I didn't understand that you know the whole social part of the children because you know every child needs to be out there social you know um depression as an adult is horrible you can just imagine as a child being isolated so yeah uh i don't know christy when it comes to kids i do get pretty uh pretty into the conversation i've gone to a lot into a lot of debates i don't want to call them arguments because i don't argue i'm not a hostile person there's no reason to you know turn and turn into a hulk right when you're talking with people in debate (laughs) so but yeah, you know, a lot of people don't understand that um, they were kids once, you know, and 
a lot of uh, parents tell me, well, you know, I was treated like this. My kid will survive. No, no, actually, your job is to create a better world for your child than what you had, <laughs> you know? So, exactly. um, yeah, trust me, Christy. Um, I could tell you stories about the debates that I've gotten into and it's uh, it's a lot. But that's what makes this 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 uh, country and this life so wonderful that you're free to talk about these things. Right. right. Um but you know for for our children's future for your children's future um the only thing we can do is try to be better better individuals and that leads to being better parents that's right um so yeah christy um so christy the jack of all trades i mean what else do you want to tell us about your your awesome uh your awesome trades well i think my biggest uh achievement that i like to talk about right now is my mental health podcast Um, awesome yeah talk about it I actually got my diagnosis this year and before that it was kind of the toxic behaviors that I have that I wrote my whole handbook with you know were actually symptoms of a mental health condition that I knew nothing about and when I got diagnosed it was just really hard for me to find information on who I was with this condition and what was me and what was the condition or symptoms you know so I was trying to figure that out and it, it was just hours and hours on the computer going from website to website. And it was frustrating. Like, why is this so hard to find out about what this is? And it was after that, I was like, this, this isn't okay. You know, like, I don't want other people to have to go through what I did. So I made a mental health podcast. It's called Mentally Kill uh, because the mind can kill, of course. And it goes over the 12 main mental health conditions. And I go into, it's informational. So it goes over the symptoms and, you know, what the possible causes are, what it looks like, what life is like with it and different kind of treatment options. And then I've also made a Facebook page to go with it. It's not yet published, but I've been working on it and adding to it since May. It has uh, different photo albums for each of the mental health conditions. And it has like memes, quotes, you know, different little tidbits of information. Um, I've made different little like, I want to call them manuals, you know, with for triggers for different mental health conditions. Just little helpful guides for anybody who just wants to pop on the page and maybe learn something about if someone they love has a condition or if they themselves have a condition. I want to make it feel like home. And then I took it a step further more recently by doing interviews with people who have different mental health conditions or different mental health advocates, therapists, doctors, psychiatrists from all over the world um, to give people an inside perspective of what it looks like to have the condition and what day-to-day life looks like and to remind people that you could still live a fully fulfilled and satisfying life even if you have mental health conditions. So I'm hoping to make it normal to be not normal <laughs> right right um see that word normal i i've always thought about that word normal you know what is normal is it what society tells us that's normal because you you have to admit uh christy you and i know society very well and society tends to pick and choose who normal is that's right um a lot of people frown upon the tattoos the piercings the ripped pants that are trendy now but society tells you that that's that's cool right so what is normal we don't know what normal is so for all you folks out there who have a condition and feel not normal because society tells you you're not that's a lie you are as normal as 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 you could be now if you do need help like christy said um, when it comes to things that you want to change in your life, that's uh, that's a little different. You know, if you want to change to feel better, if you want to change to live better, that's always something that um, we can all we can all achieve, right? As Christy was saying, uh, she's gonna. If you guys want to follow her, hopefully, I can get her links on the uh, description of this episode, and you guys can check out her podcast, both uh, Ho on the Go and her mental health or mental was it mental health, Christy? Podcast? It's mentally kill, but that's not going to be launched until mid-October because I'm still doing interviews, actually. Awesome. Mid-October, ladies and gentlemen. So if you guys want to 
check it out i know a lot of us uh have or believe we have uh some sort of mental um flaw or mental instability so i myself will check it out christy um (laughs) so you know because normal to be honest with you is not normal we're all different you know we're all different some of us are nine feet tall other of us are two feet tall some of us weigh 500 pounds other of us weigh 50 pounds we are all different there is no such thing as normal unless of course you follow society and you follow facebook where all the pretty people are instagram but you never want to be like kim kardashian because you are wasting your life ladies and gentlemen unless you're rich of course but anyway that's a whole nother story for a whole nother episode christy um so so this this um these podcasts right these podcasts that you have um what inspired you to 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 talk about what you do in in let's let's say for example hole on the go what inspired you to to start that podcast well i modeled that podcast after my book so um the actual podcast itself i'm not gonna lie to you before i launched it i had never listened to a podcast in my life uh, i listen to audiobooks and music but never a podcast and actually a friend of mine a good friend of mine um, i've known him since i was a teenager had a podcasting network at the time he was like this would be a great podcast you know and i was like okay and i just kind of went for it and i mean it's been adjusted over the course of time um i'm no longer with a network that lasted maybe two episodes but um it's it's just been a fun ride honestly and the feedback i get you know especially i was a guest on another podcast recently and i was talking about you know what i talk about my show and it was you know middle-aged women and they were just like I have so much to learn from you. And that was so satisfying to hear. Like, you know, after being the, what I like to call third child syndrome, most of my life where, you know, nobody ever listened to what I had to say. It didn't matter if it was brilliant or not, you know, they just didn't want to hear it to hear all these people coming back and going, wow, this is amazing. Like I'm learning so much. This is so informative. This is so fun. Um, It's really satisfying. So that's awesome that's honestly awesome to hear um yeah there is a lot of people out there who sadly um adults uh don't don't a lot of adults don't want anything to do with what children have to say but i've noticed that some children especially nowadays are smarter than some adults it's crazy i actually have a uh a section for children because that's what i'm aiming for you know children are the ones that are being targeted the most children's children in my opinion are more important than us adults because they are the future of this planet um so i've actually had a few um children talk on the show of course with the permission of their guardians or their parents and um you'd be surprised what they say you'd be very surprised what they say um and then you kind of compare it to what cnn is telling you or you know these micro groups that are trying to run uh, the show are telling you and it's it's so refreshing to hear some of these kids and funny you know because they're little people and they they get all philosophical which is hilarious but then you think about it and you're like they are they're right you know like i've been living on on uh what i thought was a high road but i've it's just been the fast road and that's because society's been depicting what i should do with my life Right. So, ladies and gentlemen, sometimes you you have to sit down. I'm not saying you want to. I want to. I'm saying you have to sit down and listen to your children because they're new to this world. We've been stuck, you know, in the in the grasp of society for so long that sometimes when you hear a kid say the opposite of what you're doing, it'll amaze you. It'll definitely amaze you and inspire you to inspire you inspire you to backtrack a little bit and breathe. But uh, but yeah, that's awesome, Christy. Um, so you have a book right you're an author as well i do actually yep i just i wrote it right out of college um it's the original ho handbook actually um you know ho on the go and ho handbook they these are real things um i took it out of publication when i started doing my comedy a couple of years ago not that it was a bestseller to begin with most people didn't know about it and again nobody wants to listen to me um but now that I'm, I just turned 31, actually, um, I am rewriting my book to republish it. 
from a 30-year-old perspective. So I'm pretty excited about that. That's awesome. So I want to say happy birthday to you and uh, um, proud of you. Um, what is it like? The is it Was it originally like the Kama Sutra or what? No. What, no? Um, so it's kind of the same thing. I taught people how to please and be pleasing. And, you know, there's like the first 10. I don't like to call them rules because there are no rules um, when it comes especially to living your life. Um, my book wasn't just about sex. Yes, it was called the Ho Handbook. But it basically taught you how to be the best person you can be for yourself, um, to live your truth, to live your life according to your standards and what you want, and to not be afraid to experiment. And, you know, yeah, there was a lot of jokes, like one of number one in the Ho Handbook is to have a hair tie around your wrist at all times. Yes, in the book I say, so that you're ready to suck dick anytime, anywhere, but in reality, it just means to be prepared, to always be prepared. You know, it's little tidbits behind the rules, I guess you could say, or guidelines that matter most to me. Um, if another one says, if I have to work for a man, it better be a good looking one. That just really <laughs> means work for work at a job that you enjoy. Work somewhere that brings you joy. It doesn't feel like work if you enjoy it. Another one is um, know the difference between a walk and a work. Um, you know, a walk, you walk just normally, you know, both feet, one foot in front of the other. Whereas a work, you're crossing your legs a little bit when you walk. You're walking with a purpose. You're demanding the attention and commanding the room. And that's what I feel everybody should do everywhere they go. When I walk into a room, that room is there, everybody in it for me. That's how I that's my mindset whenever I go anywhere and it shows you know and people migrate to me they want to talk to me they want to be involved in my energy or, or be in my energy because that's what I give off so I just I try to make other people through my book and my podcast live their life the same way live with intention it's one of my biggest lines that's awesome that's pretty awesome thank you like a little uh, torchlight of the dark room right yeah be the light <laughs> awesome yeah so um wanted to ask you something but i totally forgot because that was a pretty good uh pretty good uh image that you gave uh pre I, i'm pretty sure it wasn't just to me but a lot of people out there who who don't know how to walk in a room you know but um as a matter of fact like i always use uh since i was young you know i've been using the whole uh this is your story make it a good one you know this is your story you write it don't let nobody write it for you. Of course, we're all human. You know, sometimes we do get angry, especially when I'm in the freeway. Oh, God, that's probably my biggest flaw, <laughs> yelling while I'm in the freeway. But, you know, we're human. Um, I do have to practice what I preach, and it is it is kind of difficult sometimes. But you are right. This is our story. You know, we have to write it for ourselves and not let anybody write it or try to write it for us. That's but... Right. Um, but yeah, so so Christy, we don't have too much time left. We have about 10 minutes left on the show. So, I mean, if you want to talk to us about, you know, a little bit more about you, if you want to talk to us about, you know, your your, your projects, your, you know, your motherhood and all that good stuff. Yeah, let these folks know, um, inspire these, uh, these other human beings, including myself, uh, when it comes to life. Sure. So, like I said, I was the youngest of three girls. There's always a player one and a player two, but there's never a player three. So I spent a lot of time by myself. Um, I didn't really have much guidance. You know, I had a single parent and there's no villainizing here when I say that. I just mean things that I felt I should have been taught I wasn't. And I had to learn as I went. And that's okay because the best way we learn is through experience, of course. I spent a lot of my time hating myself growing up and in teenage years and in high school. I was bullied a lot. I did not like my body. Um, I did not have good health. So, uh, you know, it was a lot of like rapid weight gain and things like that. And kids are mean. Um, and it wasn't until I had somebody actually try to take my life that I took mine back. And I was like, I'm not going to live like this anymore. You know, once somebody, once you come close to death, you look at things from a very different perspective after that. 
And I mean, you don't necessarily have to go through what I went through to change your life. But having that kind of, let's say, jump start, somebody taking jumper cables to your brain and going, hey, why do you hate yourself so much? Why do you behave this way, knowing it makes you miserable? Why do you do the things that you do, knowing that they're not good for you? Why? What's stopping you from starting your life over today a way that you enjoy, in a way that you feel proud of, to where you love yourself at the end of the day? Like, I love myself. There's nobody on the planet that could ever love me more. I will say that. Um, Maybe my son, but, you know, I changed my entire life around. I became that bitch. No one could tell me any different. And it wasn't that I was conceited, although I am blessed genetically. It had nothing to do with my looks. It was my spirit and how I felt about myself. There was nothing anybody could say that would hurt my feelings or tear me down after that. Um, And still to this day, um, anytime someone says anything that I feel is bullying or negative towards me, it's thank you for sharing your perspective. And I carry on about my day. I'm not going to spend the rest of my day thinking about it. I'm not going to lay awake at night wondering what I did wrong or what I could have done different to change a situation. Even if I did make a mess of myself, which I have a thousand times, and I probably will a thousand more, I don't lay in bed anymore saying, hmm, not my best work. You know, I make a joke out of it like, hey, you were kind of a mess, girl, because I talk to myself a lot. Don't judge me. But like, you know, it's like, hey, girl, that wasn't too neat, wasn't too classy. Let's like maybe tone it down a little bit next time, but you were still the hottest girl there and you know it, you know, and then carry on about my day. Too many times I hear people say like I lay awake at night and run my day over through my head or a certain situation over and over and over. And I mean, as someone with PTSD, I, I relate to that. I have those night terrors and flashbacks and nights where I used to lay awake and say, why did I make these choices? But instead now I'm like, I'm so glad I made those choices because I would not have learned the lessons that I did. And I wouldn't be in the position that I am now, you know, with how I feel about myself. So it only takes two minutes to change your entire life. Two minutes to sit down and write out, what can I do to feel better? What makes me feel better? And once you write it out, live it out. That's the most important part too. You can write a thousand pages if you want to, But if you don't want to be better, you're not going to be. You have to put the work in. You know, you have to sit there if you're self-conscious and look in the mirror and go, you are the baddest bitch ever. You know, if you have to say it 50 times a day to yourself, just do it. That's something you have to do to make yourself feel better. Do it. If you want to wear something and you felt before like you wouldn't look good in it, wear it anyway. Who cares? It's you that needs to look good for you, not for somebody else. If you want to put makeup on, put a full face of makeup on. Get it, girl. You know, if you're not sure how, find how. There's people who can help you. Um, I just, I've lost so many people to suicide and to overdose and just to general hatred of themselves. I watched people just deteriorate over time because they didn't take that step. So if there's anybody listening who needs that inspiration, bad bitch, big dick energy, I'm sending it your way. You guys got this. And I guess that's really it. You know, live your life with intent. Don't hide behind a mask because after a while you will become the mask or it will eat you alive. And then you won't even know who you are anymore. And there's only one person who can do and bring into the world what you can. And that's you. So awesome. That's that my is inspiration. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, I wish there was more applause buttons here on my little, <laughs> my little, uh, for it but <clears throat> that that was awesome that was uh totally awesome i would definitely agree with you 100 percent with the whole energy to be honest with you christy like i actually i've learned from a couple of people that were um native american actually and you know those guys they know a lot about spirituality and i'm talking about you know a lot so yeah. one of them told me that the reason and this this blew my mind okay this this right here and me i don't get my mind blown too much because i usually play a million scenarios to one thing and one and i you know we go through a million things a day so i'm my my mind is constantly running but this blew my mind this totally blew my mind one of them said um do you know 
okay he, he he told me to write something and i wrote something i forgot what i wrote because i that wasn't even important after a while so i wrote something and he asked me to spell it out i spelled it out he wrote something and he wrote pink elephant right now on a normal basis on a normal day you're not going to be thinking about a pink elephant right like who thinks about that stuff you wrote it out and he was like spell that out out loud pink elephant it was like what are you thinking about right now a pink elephant and i was and this blew my mind i'm telling you so he he said you are now under my spell and that is why we call it spelling because there's spells anything that you put your mind in your mind you are under that spell that is why psychologists usually use the exercise of you know like you said talking to yourself and looking in a mirror and telling yourself you're awesome you're great you're good looking and when you practice that and when you have that in your mind you have that energy right? right and i'm telling you this blew my mind because it's true like anything when you look at a stop sign you're not thinking about stopping before the stop sign i mean unless you're in california you just you know you just haul it but in most states you stop right not because there could, there could be no cars anywhere else but you stop because the sign told you stop and yeah i totally agree with you i totally agree with my native american buddies that when you put certain things in your mind that's what you become it is your story so like uh like christy said if any of you out there you know if your self confidence isn't high enough for you to actually keep on keeping on always remember that you're good enough because whether you're religious or not if you're not religious the universe will if you are religious god will but these two uh these two supreme supreme beings the universe or god depending on whether you're religious or not they will throw all kinds of stuff at you but it's not to kill you it's to make you stronger the universe and god or god will never throw more than what you can take but this is a test uh this is a test ladies and gentlemen we are here for a very limited time but that limited time we have to show ourselves who we really are now are you going to write a a good story or are you going to let society write it for you that's just the bottom line christy it's been a pleasure it's been an honor to have you here Hopefully we can chit chat again. You're an awesome person. And of yeah. course, you know, I can't really say anything to inspire you or motivate you because you're already up there. You're 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 already awesome. So, you know. <laughs> but um but I do want to thank you to uh you know, and, and um not only not only myself, but you know, all the individuals um for all the individuals that are listening right now because I'm pretty sure you've inspired motivated a lot of people to um to keep on keeping on, you know. Life is hard. Life will oh, it, it will devour you whole if you don't know what you're doing. Right. Especially now with inflation and uh, you know, all the crazy stuff that's going on right now whether it's racial, gender, uh, you know, choices, pro-choices, anti-choices, whatever's going on out there. I don't follow the news, but I hear stuff, you know. So, thank you Christy for coming in. Uh for all you folks out there, like I always say, uh love 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 and respect will take you a long way and i promise you promise you you will have a good day you guys stay safe out there stay cool and have a wonderful day <laughs>